Hello, welcome to Conversations with Kari. I'm your host, Kari Filer. Today's episode is a special one, a short one, but one that I'm doing by myself, not one that I usually do. You will have seen in the title, this episode is called On Sam Harris Disappointing His Audience. What seems to have happened is that a new thinker has come onto the scene and it seems that Sam Harris's audience detected that new thinker who came onto the scene in wild Twitterish proportion. That thinker put out some claims. They were bold, such as Shakespeare, Nietzsche, Filer. And it seems that Sam could have at any time picked up the oh also the enlightenment, the whole thing. Go follow my Twitter. My name's Kari Filer. If you're already on my if you're already on my podcast and I don't have to tell you to go look at my Twitter, please go. Or if you are on my podcast and I have to tell you to go look at my Twitter, I'm sorry. And I get to tell you to go look at my Twitter. Please go look at my Twitter. At any rate, Sam Harris seems to be aware of who I am and that my thoughts are at least interesting, Sam. But he's not engaging them. And his audience seems to be pressuring him to engage this radical thinker on the scene who isn't stuttering. I'm not making strange things up, am I? Am I speaking English? Am I using the same language? Maybe, am I, what am I saying that's unclear? Uh, I don't know. At any rate, um, it seems that Sam Harris is afraid of acknowledging my existence publicly. Why? Why, Sam? I'm, a, I'm an English speaker. I've got a record. I've got some essays that I've written. I've got some thoughts. True. Okay, now let's, let's get to the elephant in the room. Here's a man claiming to have been touched by God and now has the third testament of the Judeo-Christian value system that came from solely his fingertips. Certainly this person cannot be taken seriously, right? This is, this is a reasonable, reasonable position. Let me say this to you, Sam, since this is targeted at you. Listen to my what I'm saying here in conversation, okay? Twitter is not real life. Twitter is a place where you throw up violent phrases. Phrases. Sticks and stones, you bitches. Sticks and stones. Uh, that's what Twitter is. Next is next level down from the from the arrogance of Twitter, uh, from the lack of humility before men, which is Twitter. If you step down, then you come to the conversation space that we're in right now, podcasting. Anybody can say anything to a microphone, uh, and so there's a there's a level of composure that one should have on a podcast, and simultaneously you get to be a little bit more brazen than you would if you were to step the next level down, which is a face to face interview, in which, let me be the first to say. I'm a delight, okay? <laughs> I'm throwing violent phrases at you bitches. Uh, I need to stop saying violent phrases because that go goes into the whole ideology of the left, wokest idiots. So, sticks and stones break my bones, words will never help me. I'm throwing colorful phrases at you bitches. That's all that's happening. Colorful phraseology. We, this is America. Why are we afraid of words? Uh, so that's all I'm doing on Twitter. I'm throwing up colorful words on Twitter, mostly aimed at the president, Joe Biden's little dick. Uh, but other thinkers are catching some heat. And so Sam Harris just needs to admit that I exist and engage my ideas. Um, we can do it in this form, this conversational form we do here, like a Zoom or a Discord. I love Discord. So we could do a Discord or something. Um, 
Sam. Uh, that would be cool. We could do it on your show, my show, in this format. But even preferably, it would be a face-to-face. I don't have a format for face-to-face. And going straight from what I'm doing on Twitter to face-to-face might be a step too far, which is only understood. So I recommend a video uh, chat, uh, a FaceTime, or or Discord on Discord. I do mine on Discord. Uh, that's shout out to Discord. I love your service. Uh, they aren't a paid promoter. I would. I don't think I would accept their money anyway, uh, because I'm trying to do my thing non-commercially. Not that I don't love them. I just, I'm just trying to be, you know, as as non-commercial as possible. Um, yeah, uh, this thing's gonna be about eight minutes. I'm looking. <laughs> It's just going to be an eight-minute thing. What? Other a four-minute thing? Who listens to a four-minute thing? Anyway, how are you guys? I guess I don't have anything more to say. I got more to say on this thing. Sam, let's do a FaceTime. Me and you. My ideas and yours. Uh, I think I'm enlightened. So you got to engage that, right? You got to engage that. We got to talk about the the moment and the presence of mind and, and feeling yourself be and feeling the chair. and you know. See, the thing is, one thing is, Sam... I'm very familiar with your ideas, but you aren't familiar with mine at all. So if you want to schedule this thing for, you know, a month out, that would make sense. That would be reasonable sense, right? Um, I think that would make sense because you don't because I'm brand new to you, but I've been fo- I've been following you for a decade, so I'm very familiar with the with what you think about things. Uh, I'll I'll pivot, Dr. Jordan Peterson. Uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson, I'm a huge student of yours. I had a picture of your of you on my wall for a long time uh, until I read in the I think it was beyond rules so so beyond so beyond order to rules two um, that you your your philosophy exposed itself uh, at, at the time this is what I would have said exposed itself as rooted in transcendence and then I you know what I did I took your picture off my wall Dr. Peterson when I did that I said I said the difference between Sam's philosophy and Jordan's is that Sam's is rooted in the physical and that Dr. and that Jordan's is rooted in transcendence and so I said rooted in transcendence can't be the right one that's what I said at the time I'm here to apologize for that error in thinking um, yes the the the, tra- the the root is transcendent. The root is transcendent. And it's the only way that makes sense. So, Doctor Peterson, your thinking is perfect. I just, if if and and I'm not just saying that as a fanboy. I'm saying that as the on- not the only. I'm saying that as a newly level one ape. Uh, there are there are other level one apes. I think uh, Joseph Goldstein and David Deutsch might be level one. Uh, there, are, I'm certain there are a lot of people claiming to be level one. <laughs> I'm certain I'm not the only one. But the actual enlightened thinkers out there, uh, there there are certain several. At any rate, uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson, I don't know why you're not enlightened. This is something. This is something that God has in His plan for you. Um, what I told my wife the other night, and, and she'll back me up on this. I said. I said, Jordan Peterson is a man with his heart wide open to God and his thinking is perfectly clear. He has everything except proof. That's the only thing you don't have, Dr. Peterson. Your thinking is perfect. I was given a sign that for me is proof. And I I hope that maybe, you know, in his wisdom, he'll give you a sign too uh, that can serve as proof. Because uh, I've got proof in my heart and I can see that, you know, 
Maybe you want proof in yours. Uh, I want I want some proof in yours if, if there's no proof there. Your thinking is perfect. And so, coming to the end of this video, I said eight minutes. To everyone who follows Kari Filer on anything, go follow Dr. Jordan Peterson first. Thank you. I love you all. God loves you all. Sam, get at me. Bye-bye.